Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Search the Scriptures is a program where we do exactly that. We dig deep into God's Word. We peel the layers of the onion back. We look at what the Scriptures teach in depth and in detail, and yet we try to explain it in a way that is easy to understand that makes sense for your daily life. We want to help people come to God through Jesus Christ for forgiveness and salvation and eternal life. We want to help people get to heaven. Now, we encourage you to tell others about the program, and we also encourage you to tell others about our website, churchofchrist.com. Now, we know that there are always people listening. There are some who listen on a daily basis or very close to it. Others listen very frequently, but they can't listen quite every day. And then there are others who listen periodically because their schedule is so busy that they cannot tune in at a particular time when the program is airing, even though it is airing several times every day, Monday through Friday. Then there are always new listeners. And if you're a new listener, we're thankful for you in an extra special way. Not that in any more so than all of our regular listeners, but we're thankful that you're there. And we pray that as you listen to the program over a period of time, say a week or two, that you'll become quickly impressed with the fact that we do just dig into God's Word. This is not a program about the Bible. This is a program that studies the Bible. And we're not after people's wallets. You're never going to hear us ask you for any kind of financial contribution whatsoever. That's not the way we work. We're not after people's wallets. We want to help people get to heaven. Now, if you're having problems being able to tune in at the prescribed times that this program is on the air, then go to our website, churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Scroll down the home page to our podcast button, click on that, and sign up for our podcasting. Now, again, it is free. It always will be free. When you sign up for our podcasting, then you can you will automatically receive to your smart device, whichever one you choose, your smartphone, computer, laptop, tablet, pad, whatever it might be, automatically you'll receive all of these radio programs on a daily basis, Monday through Friday. It'll automatically go to your smart device. And then you can download them and listen to them anytime when you have the opportunity. If you've missed a program, you can go back and pick it up. But you'll also receive a whole lot more. We do a daily Bible study that is only about 13 minutes long every day. It gets us in God's Word, helps keep us in touch with our spiritual life, helps keep us focused in a more spiritual and positive way, and keeps us in touch with our relationship with God, with our soul. It helps keep us focused on eternity because it's coming. And that's called today's Bible class. Only about 13 minutes, seven days a week, though, gets us into God's Word. Then you'll receive our Sunday morning Bible class, a Wednesday night Bible class, and also all of our sermons. And our sermons are now being posted in video format as well as audio format. While you're at our website, you can also access hundreds of sermons from years gone by, and you can access 
hundreds of scripturally based and spiritually focused articles that you can download and read and study through. So tremendous resource material for studying God's word and growing in your faith. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. And all of that is there for your use for free. Now at the end of the program, you can also learn how to contact us, and you can do that through our website as well, and ask for the free Bible study that we always offer. It is free. We'll send it to you in the mail. We'll take care of the postage, and it'll help you in a very real way. Study God's Word on your own in the privacy of your own home, if that's what you would like to do, and it will help you understand God's will for your life. So you might have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper ready, at the end of the program, so you can jot down that information. Now we're going to get back into our study and our line of thought, talking about the existence of God. We looked in the first couple of programs in this particular section of our study, and this is the third section, because we have already, uh, this is actually the fourth section, we've already looked at the existence of God from the logical perspectives of morality, without Without God, there is no moral lawgiver. Because you have to have a moral lawgiver that everyone can look to and, and respect who is constant. Mankind cannot be the moral lawgiver. Government certainly cannot be because we're all over the place. We keep changing individually. And when it comes to our governmental leaders, you new one comes in, he may have a completely different view of morality in one particular area of life than, uh, than, the, than the, the, the government official who preceded him. See, there has to be a standard. There, so there has to be a superior moral lawgiver that we can look to and say, he's constant. That's always the way it is. That God, that's God. God is the moral lawgiver. He is absolutely moral all the time. There's no immorality about him. Well, the same thing is true in another section of this study. We talked about goodness. How in the world can you define goodness without God? Without God, there is no goodness, basically, because it's just whatever each individual feels for themselves. And that's catastrophic. Because again, we're all over the place and our feelings change with the wind. But God is constant. He is always absolutely, totally good, righteous. And then we also talked about Bible facts. You look at some of the most ancient writings in Scripture, and we're talking about thousands of years and those, in, in some of those writings, we have scientific facts written down that took us thousands of years after they were written down in Scripture before we finally figured them out from a scientific perspective, such as the earth is round. <laughs> that was not the belief of people during those days. And yet, that's just one example. We looked at that and over and over and over again, there are Bible facts that are laid out there that it took us thousands of years to finally learn for ourselves. Now, where did those ancient writers, how did they know about those facts? That was not the 
knowledge of the day. How did they know? The answer, God. Again, the Apostle Paul said, 2 Timothy 3 and verse 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. The understanding there from the original Greek, all scripture is God-breathed, literally. And the meaning? It is God's very word. God, through the Holy Spirit, guided those writers to write his very word. In this section, we're talking about design. And this is the one section where I'm getting into the technical stuff. I did not want to pursue this particular study demonstrating the compelling evidence. And, and really, the evidence is so compelling that we, we, if, if we just understand it, there's no alternative. Oh, yeah, we must believe in God because there is no alternative to that. The evidence is that compelling. This is the one section in this study on the existence of God where I'm focusing on the technical stuff. I, what I've been doing to this point, and even in this section, focusing on the technical, uh, the, the, the technical matters, uh, still looking at it from the position of logical reasoning. And that's what I really wanted to emphasize during this particular study, proving the existence of God. It's logical. To not believe in God is illogical. The evidence is that compelling. Now remember, and we've emphasized this particular verse of scripture in this section of our study, Hebrews 3 and verse 4, for every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. God is the designer of this world, all life on this planet, and the designer of the universe as a whole. We looked at different texts of scripture, such as Luke chapter 14, verses 28 through 33. Ephesians 2 and verse 10, we, we talked about how if you're going to build a house, there has to be a design. You don't just pick up a hammer one day and grab some piece of wood and, and some kind of nail or screw and say, okay, I think I'll build a house today. And you don't have no idea what you're going to do. No, there has to be a design there. And there has to be a builder who understands how to work from the design. A house does not just, no structure happens on its own. And we've emphasized chaos never produces order. Now, order can be neglected and ultimately devolve into chaos if it's not paid proper attention to, but chaos never produces order. And so you may have all the building materials for a house laid out on the ground someplace, there's never going to be a, a tornado or a hurricane come through or a big wind and somehow pick up all of those different components that go into the building of a house and put them all together in exactly the right place all at the same time. And now you've got a house. <laughs> it doesn't happen. The house does not just suddenly come into existence on its own. That does not happen. That's impossible. There has to be a designer, an intelligent designer behind the design through which somebody who knows how to work that design comes in and builds the house. Every house is built by someone, Hebrews 3 and verse 4, but he who built all things is God. Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 2 give us 
the creation account where God built all things. He designed, he created all things. Now, as we closed last time, I brought up the technical term teleology. Teleology refers to purpose or design, and that there is obvious design, in fact, intricate design in the universe, and thereby in our world in which we live, which is within the universe, that is undeniable. Intricate design throughout. Now, that being true, the teleological perspective then recognizes the existence of an intelligent designer behind intelligent design. Nobody would suggest, again, that a house could just somehow come into being on its own. No, could not do that. Could not be assembled from nothing by blind chance. Well, the structure of the universe is infinitely more complex than a mere house. And let me give you some examples. These are simply facts. The universe, well, it's estimated to be 20 trillion light years in diameter. Now, that's a number that is, uh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, 20 billion light years in diameter. That's a number that's, that's staggering to the imagination. Light travels more than 186,000 miles per second. And so we're talking about 20 billion light years in diameter. We're talking about approximately 5,880,000,000,000 miles. Interesting. Again, a number that is so far beyond our common usage that it's, it staggers the imagination. Estimated that there are 1 billion galaxies and 25 sextillion, and I don't even know how to write that number, stars within the universe. 1 billion galaxies. 1 billion galaxies. Not a million, a billion. It's estimated. And it's estimated that there are 25 sextillion stars within the universe. Now, we live in one of those estimated one billion galaxies. We live on Earth in the Milky Way galaxy. Now, what are the dimensions of the Milky Way galaxy? Well, it is estimated that there are 100 billion stars just in the Milky Way galaxy. And we're talking about estimating an estimation of one billion galaxies. We just live in one of those. And it is estimated that there are 100 billion stars within our one galaxy in which we live. And it would require 100,000 years to travel across just the Milky Way galaxy at light speed. And what is light speed? Light travels at 186,000 miles per second. A little bit more than that, but I'm rounding it off. A map scaled at one inch equaling 93 million miles and from the Earth to the Sun is rounded off 
93 million miles, a map scaled at one inch equaling 93 million miles would be four miles wide to pinpoint the next nearest star in the Milky Way galaxy, the sun being the nearest one, and that map would be 25,000 miles wide to reach just the center of our galaxy. Can you imagine that? 25,000 miles wide to reach just the center of our galaxy if that map was produced at a scale of one inch equaling 93 million miles. Now that's the vastness of the universe, the vastness of the Milky Way galaxy, one of an estimated 100 billion, 100 billion or rather one billion galaxies within the universe as a whole. Just this one galaxy. The universe is vast. The Earth is at exactly the right distance from the sun to sustain life as we know it. If the Earth were just 10% closer to the sun, there would be too much heat and radiation to sustain life as we know it. If the earth were just 10% farther away from the sun, there would not be enough heat. Now, what does that indicate for us? Design. Design. The earth is at just the right distance from the sun to sustain life as we know it. The earth rotates on its axis at 1,000 miles per hour at the equator. And that is the right speed to ensure the needed growing time for growing seasons. Now, did you get that? We don't sense the rotation of the earth, even though we're moving at 1,000 miles per hour in a rotation around the earth's axis at the equator. And that speed is just the right, provides just the right time for growing seasons. Now, at the same time, while the earth is rotating or spinning on its axis at 1,000 miles per hour all the time, it is also orbiting around the sun at 70,000 miles per hour. So we're spinning at 1,000 miles per hour, and at the same time, we are hurling around the sun at 70,000 miles per hour. And in that orbit, the earth departs from a straight line. So I said we're hurling around. It's an orbit around the sun. And during that orbit, at 70,000 miles per hour, while the earth is itself spinning around its own axis, At 1,000 miles per hour, the Earth only departs from a straight line in its orbit around the sun by one-ninth of an inch every 18 miles. That's it. One-ninth of an inch every 18 miles. If it departed by one-eighth of an inch, we would come so close to the sun that we would be incinerated. If we departed from a straight line around the sun by one-tenth of an inch, 
we would be so far from the sun that we would freeze to death. One-ninth of an inch every 18 miles, that's it. One-eighth of an inch, we'd burn up. One-tenth of an inch, we'd freeze. What does that tell you? Design. Design. The earth is rotating around its axis at the right speed to ensure the time needed for growing seasons. The earth orbits around the sun at the right speed to make that orbit perfect. Just a little bit closer, and we're talking about the difference between one-ninth of an inch and one-eighth of an inch, we'd burn up. A little bit farther, the difference between one-ninth of an inch and one-tenth of an inch, we'd freeze to death. That's design, my friends. Design. Humans and animals breathe oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide. Plant life takes in carbon dioxide, gives off oxygen. That's perfect balance. If our atmosphere were much thinner, we could experience catastrophic devastation from meteorites striking the earth with greater frequency and force. Now, why do plants take in carbon dioxide and give off, off oxygen? Why do humans breathe or other animal life breathe oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide? Again, perfect balance. Do you think that happened just by chance, blind chance? Why is our atmosphere such? It is dense enough to burn up most of the meteorites that would come our way. A little bit different, and we would have more meteorites striking the earth with greater frequency and greater force. Design. Obvious design. Now, there's obvious, extensive, intricate design in the universe. And it's logically and scientifically absurd to suggest that all of these factors, and many more, just came together accidentally by mere chance. And that's the only alternative view to believing in God as the creator and designer. Now, we're not talking about just a random accident. We're talking about a whole long series of random accidents if you don't believe in God as the intelligent designer. We'll talk about that a little bit more next time. Let's pray together. Father, you are the creator. You are the all-powerful God, the only God. Help people to open their eyes and their ears to learn, to see, and help them to open their hearts to embrace and obey. Help people to see that you are their designer and that they need to come to you for the ultimate blessing of eternal life in heaven. Please, Father, forgive us of our sins. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.